0: Thanks for listening to this podcast, which is brought to you by ACAST.
1: So welcome to ACAST Huddle, the ear of influence. More and more, our opinions are shaped by big brands, hidden online algorithms, and those we've come to call influencers. Like this lot here, I'll get to those in a bit. Uh, who are these influencers then, and why do we trust them? What's the difference between an influencer and a celebrity? Has anyone ever met an influencer? Will they disappear as quickly as they arrived? So many questions. And what about the voice of real people as well, you and me? As trust in business and institutions continues to decline, does our authentic voice become more influential so many things that we want to talk about today and in an automated world maybe human interaction could become a luxury selling point who knows so much to explore and to help us do that please welcome our panelists first someone who launched many influencer podcasts including at home with Anna Newton and Lily Pebbles currently content manager at the world's largest online audio and podcast platform, Acast. What an intro. You're all it's intro. Sam! <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you guys.
2: Stop,
1: Stop. Okay. Stop. Also joining Sam is the co-host of that aforementioned podcast at Home With, online content creator and author of the Life Organisation Manual and Edited Life. Please welcome Anna Newton. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, one of the people behind the podcast Private Parts, which started in a cupboard in the south of France apparently. Businessman and star of TV's Maid in Chelsea, it's Jamie Lang! <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't like the word influencer or celebrity though, so I'm not really sure what we're going to call <laughs> him today. It's just Jamie. Uh, so we want this to be an interactive session. So Anna, Sam and Jamie, they're looking forward to your questions at the end. So get thinking of those, don't be shy. Uh, but first off, I'll kick us off with how has the role of influencer evolved? Sam, we'll start with you since you started out how has it changed what are the differences
2: wow big question so um yeah. i worked at a company called gleam futures a few years ago and so that's where i first came across influences as, as a thing and it's certainly growing from strength to strength and i think the idea of uh, somebody who you value and trust um, online is more important than ever yeah. um so it came across it came about many years ago from small bloggers then YouTube came along and Instagram came along and all these social platforms allow people like Anna people like Janie to reach their audience in in a really conversational way and so in the future I think that's going to continue with with new platforms emerging who knows what's going to happen in the future but podcasting is one that's really taken advantage of that I think podcasting is very much aligned with YouTube and Instagram. It's the audio version of those yeah. things. It works in very much the same way. And so I can only see this going from strength to strength.
1: Really? You can't see it burning out at all?
2: No, absolutely no. not.
1: I feel like podcasts went away and then they came back. It was sort of like they were big and then nothing really happened with them and then suddenly it boomed again. Well, Acast came along. Yeah. And, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, <laughs>
2: uh, so again, yeah, there's been a real renaissance in the last sort of, five years of uh, podcasting. It's been around for 15 years. Yeah, if that. Um, so the professionalisation of um Pod- podcasting in the last few years particularly with companies like Acast professionalizing the ad monetization part of it. it means that the things that are surfacing to the top are the the, the really the cream it's the yeah. it's the highest quality stuff it's from the biggest media houses the ft the guardian um it's from the biggest influencers it's from the most creative individuals yes and so we're having a renaissance in podcasting because it's back in a big it way because the it's best huge. ideas are, are coming to the top
1: yeah definitely um what's unique and different about audio influencing then anna I think it's kind of interesting, because like Sam was saying, over the
0: years, it's really evolved. It started off with blogs, and then YouTube channels, and then Snapchat was a thing for yeah. a bit. Instagram came along. and Do you when feel like
1: Snapchat th- isn't a thing anymore, then? It's not for me. I've uh,
0: deleted really? it. Oh, wow. Controversial. Ooh, controversial. I know, controversial. it's gone. Instagram stories, for me, is <laughs> the <laughs> place. Um, and I think when that began, people were very much copying very, like, editorial things, like magazines, yeah. and people were doing the top five best lipsticks. And then it was... <laughs> all of these platforms evolved from reader feedback they were like we want more we want like real authentic conversation we yeah. want to know it, all of your taste yeah. and i think that's the role of like the influencer i don't like the word even <laughs> so <laughs> but that is kind of the role it's to have these real authentic honest conversations yeah. and people buy into your taste and the good thing with podcasts is it has done completely this full circle thing and we've gone from really snappy Buzzfeed, like quick, snappy content, and actually people just want to sit and listen to you talk for yeah, an hour. Yeah, they do. And like, whilst get, they're doing their cleaning, yeah,
1: and like sort of go out into their mind and just get away from everything and massively. Just, yeah, on the tube and on the train and things like that. Uh, what made you start a podcast, then, Jamie?
3: Um. Uh, well, I, I basically, so I've always, so I do television. If you ever see Maine Chelsea, I apologize. Um, <laughs> Maine Chelsea fans here? Yeah. No, no. Um, oh. And uh, it's a very kind of edited world. So what you put out there is completely edited. And you have no control over it in a sense. And I wanted to have a platform where I had complete control over There's YouTube, there's all those things. But also, YouTube is one of these places that is incredibly edited, I really think. Um, and lots of people are sort of filtering it and things like that. And, and podcasts are this kind of unique platform where uh, there is kind of no filtering and it's kind of very honest. And, uh, and for some reason, when you just have a microphone in front of you and, and you're not really facing the camera, you're not doing different camera angles and things like that, you're kind of a bit more honest. Um, I wrote a diary when I was 18 years old, travelling around South America. And thought, yeah, I'm going to reread this with my buddy Francis Bull, going to reread it to him, and thought this would be a good idea. And turns out that I I couldn't really reread the diary because it was very damaging (laughs) because of the things I did. Um, (laughs) So uh, we kind of took that concept, and I thought, I just think people in this world are amazing. I think they're very badass. I think that the way people gain knowledge is by communication, and everyone looks down at their phones. You know, my I have a little brother who's 14 years old who just spends all his time on the phone, doesn't talk to anyone. And so Private Parts was about engaging with these people, engaging with different uh, influencers or celebrities, whatever you call them, break down those barriers and allow them to be honest and open. Um, and I wanted to do that, and I wanted to create something that was completely honest, completely open uh, about your private parts. We all have skeletons, and uh, <laughs> me if a lot more. And <laughs> I thought Private Parts was going to be a fun opportunity to have complete control over what I wanted to do, and yeah. that's how it began.
1: Well, it's amazing, and it's, got, it's doing so well as well. Did you ever it's- imagine from the beginning that it would... You know do this
3: well i think I think everyone has a, a like ambition uh, everyone 's ambitious right, and I think it 's more about what everyone says you know how do you determine success i mean it 's impossible you know everyone goes, oh money it 's not at all it 's just about being comfortable in whatever position you are um, and with private parts, we wanted to reach it to as many people as possible, and I think it 's successful in my eyes because. People enjoy it and they love it, and that's what makes su- it successful. So um, hopefully, it keeps going and everyone still loves it.
1: Do you ever say anything and listen back and think, "Oh, why did I say that?" Every time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my my poor
3: agents have to get involved a lot because Do they I have to
1: hear it before it goes out.
3: Because I, I just think I hate you know if you if you all chat shows nowadays where it's, you know all the all the uh, conversations are already listed before you know what you're going to say and and I find that incredibly you know just sort of I don't think it's right to be doing that. And I think with private parts. You know, we are just always honest throughout, and that's the, the sort of beauty of it, is that How everything's real. How
1: do you build real? up to going into it? Do you, prepare, do you prepare? No, it's completely ad-libbed. You know, <laughs> I've done Made
3: in Chelsea for seven years, which is complete improv. Uh, which, uh, so I'm, I'm a master at improv, um, which I'm doing now. So, uh, so, You're doing very well. Yeah, thank
2: you. So it's very much, you know, improv. Yeah,
1: any uh, challenges that you've faced along the way, Sam?
2: Uh, in podcasting in general. Yeah. So I was producing with Anna previously. I'm now a uh, content manager at ACAST. Yeah. So from the production point of view, uh, it, it's the things that you don't see. You should be completely shielded from it as a listener. Right. But it's things like booking guests. Oh, um, the
0: microphones. The microphones. <laughs> uh, so running out of battery halfway through an episode. <laughs> oh <laughs> so no. we had
2: uh, Britney mics was what we used. Oh, Instead yeah. of yeah. using mics like this. Britney mics. I love the <laughs> <run>. <laughs> yeah, 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 Britney <laughs> mics. At Home with this recorded at a guest's home and they can walk around the house completely tethered, untethered from um, from a microphone using Britney mics and recorders on their their belts, which is great, but it meant that I couldn't listen to the audio, so there were a few occasions where my microphone just stopped recording, and I didn't know until we got home. And we we're like, "Oh, okay."
1: I know. Then you had to go so, back and do it all again.
2: Uh, just some very clever yeah. work in the edit.
1: Okay. Uh, it's all <laughs> fine, uh, but that
2: was a big thing. It's, there are lots of things going on behind the scenes that the listener should never see. Yeah. But you know, the the fundamentals of just making it come, come up with a good idea is probably the biggest challenge. Yeah. It's the bit at the beginning where you find the format. Yeah. If you find if you get that right, you're laughing. Yeah. And but guests you, is
1: that hard with that booking the guests?
2: It depends on who you're asking, I guess. And you know, it, I I'm not friends with these people and you are so it's don't easier for you ever guys
1: don't
0: do a podcast with guests over august oh that's what i learned like. everyone's on holiday yeah. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's on holiday Yeah, booking guests over august was not particularly fun but i think sounds right it is there's the production things the editing the cops that you're yeah. like oh that sounds really grim no one needs to listen to that when they're <laughs> eating their breakfast um and yeah i do remember having to like do you remember at Glasgow airport
1: and like us (laughs) pretending
0: that we were there like so Kate like how is your house and we were recording that in Glasgow airport because we'd had an issue with the mic so (laughs) there's all those little behind the scene things but people like Sam put it all together beautifully yeah
1: gloss it over nicely Jamie how do you pick your guests
3: well I I just I'm actually going to slightly disagree with you on one thing (laughs) sorry it's a panel why not I I think that people focus too much on format when it comes to podcasts and I think that's where you get bogged down um I think you definitely need an idea, whatever it is. If you're going to talk about movies, you, you, that's your idea. But in terms of format, I don't think you so much need it. I think that's when things become... Structured. You know, the beauty of t- television, right? You see, so let's talk about Love Island. Love Island started an amazing show, and people loved it, right? But then the problem is it becomes too formatted. And so as the years go by, same with Main Chelsea, it becomes more formatted. And it's not as real and as opposed and things like that. Podcast, the beauty of it, to keep things not formatted, is where that's where it has longevity, I really believe. I, don't, I think when people become too formatted on things, it sort of slips... Uh, guess wise um, we just asked. I think that's... the, the uh, Just, just ask. I'm I'm Slide friendly with quite a few people, so I kind of did that. And I think what happens is that once you create a podcast that people believes, believe is a safe space, mm-hmm. our thing is always saying, hey, listen, please come and chat. We talk about you. You have complete control over the edit. Anything you want taken out, please do. And at the end, they're like, hey, you know what I said anyway, because I go, well, this time I did this. And they go, well, I've done this. <laughs> um, ask people. That's the best thing. People want to get their word out there. People want to talk about things. Um, you know, some people want to be paid, but you know, you just say, "Hey, kid, do you want to come do this? It's good fun." Yeah. And and normally people just want to have a good time. I think. And they, they get, get some sweets <laughs> at the end, which <laughs> are delicious. As a result of
1: having. Yeah. <laughs> do you feel a responsibility to the public as a result of like you having an influence over them, Anna?
0: I feel a responsibility not to be a dickhead.
1: Um <laughs> I, think, a I allowed to be dick. a dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think
0: I think that's a good motto for life. Yeah, yeah <laughs> just don't be a dickhead, guys. Um, I think I feel a responsibility in what we do to have honest conversations in our podcast, And I think that's something that we really started to nail the more conversations we had with people and like the closer, closer into the season we got. Yeah. Um, we had a really great episode. Like, If you're going to listen to one after this, listen to episode <laughs> eight of season two. It was with our friend Callie Thorpe, and it was all about body image and body positivity, and just, it was so good. She cried, we cried. It was just my favourite episode ever, and so I feel a responsibility to bring more of those really honest conversations, like, to the forefront.
1: How do you deal with uh, negative comments or trolls, things like that? Do you ever get anything like that, or do you just not see it? Is it kept
0: away from you? I have to say, the podcast, like what you were saying, it's kind of a safe space, isn't it? It feels... A really nice, like, community in a way. Um, I I have a YouTube channel, so I get all that kind of stuff oh on there. Um, I think you become quite desensitized to it. You grow a thicker skin. Every now and again, you see one, and you're having a bad day, and you're yeah. like, Oh my god, I know my eyebrows are massive. Like, <laughs> I need I need to cut them down. Um, but I think overall, the podcasting community is a really positive, safe space. Yeah.
1: Do you find it the you, same, Jamie? Yeah, Sorry.
3: I think it's amazing. This is what the and I think it will change quite rapidly. I think that why it's a, you know YouTube was a safe space at the beginning because yes. it was a community everyone loved it and then everyone realized that everyone can make money from it and, and from when you chuck money into something it then becomes a problem um but youtube was that space and then everyone was doing it and so then everyone starts criticizing each other about what they're doing wrong and i think podcasts unfortunately will head that way at some point just because they're easy to do and everyone loves them um but at the moment yeah i mean people people are very positive about them and also it's that same thing where you are it's People normally listen to podcasts on their commute, really, or, or whatever yeah. they're doing, and yeah. so they're kind of just enjoying the kind of process of it. Um, but I've had a fair few negative comments in my time, so I don't really <laughs> mind so much anymore. <laughs> I,
2: I'm it. slightly more optimistic than you, Jamie, about <laughs> podcasting, I think, then, in that area, because really? I think in, with an Instagram post or a YouTube video, you can come across it algorithmically or by accident. Mm. Nobody's ever listened to a podcast by accident. You're listening to it on mm. purpose, and you're listening to it for a half an hour, an hour, because you love it, and you come back every week. So I think you develop that Closer bond with your audience, so I think that's probably why you find it the more of a safe space. Yeah,
1: mm. they wouldn't because go to it to listen and then be angry about it. Exactly. Yeah, also they no they, place they to it.
2: comment,
0: right? They have to then find me on Twitter or find me on Instagram and then send me the shitey comment. So
1: <laughs> that's just <laughs> like, fast. They can't be yeah, honest. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Who wants to do that? <laughs> I wouldn't put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, what influencers do you follow? Is there anyone that you're really into at the moment?
0: Oh, my word. I love The Hilo. Um, the Hilo is the one podcast that all of my friends are across the board, and we're like, oh, have you listen this week? Oh, yes, mini skirts. <laughs> I know. like. Um, so that is the one for me that I always, always go back to. And I love this one called Who Weekly which is about Z-list American celebrities, Amazing. and just fabulous. Yeah, I love that
1: yeah. sort
3: of stuff. Jamie, <laughs> yeah. what do you listen to? Uh, Hilo's great. Really it's love great. the Hilo. Um, I like P- the Peter Crouch podcast, if anyone is not the sports <laughs> one they're super funny. Um, I also like Gimlet. Everyone knows Gimlet, I'm sure. Gimlet, uh, Reply All. If you ever listen to Uncle Reply, or listen to Long Distance. Holy smokes, what happens in that. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Vampire Diaries, another very good one. Um it's, and then, I mean, I just like, yeah, Adam Buxton and things like that. I like, I, you know, I've been a podcast fan for, you know, I was the one who 10 years ago, 11 years ago, was listening to Ricky Gervais or yes, 12 years ago, yeah. or, you know, all the time. And I just loved it. Um, but the other one out at the moment one called Gladiator out at the moment, which is really good, about Aaron Hernandez. He's a tight end and, and it's, all, it's all about concussions and things like that. It's really interesting. Check that one out. Um,
1: is it a full-time job for you or...? Uh, quite literally. Yeah. Um, but
2: uh...
1: <laughs> but you're always thinking about it. Is it something that just takes over your life?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you if you're a podcast fan, I think it really does take over your life because you. I've, I've now struggled because my commute is now cut by half so I have half as much time to listen to podcasts so I have to find other times to listen to podcasts I've got this huge inbox I need to catch up with all the time so if you're into it it becomes just the, the way you consume media so I'm actually a TV guy I'm, I come from a TV production background yeah. I'm watching less TV and more, consuming more podcasts wow. because of the sheer amount of time it takes to get to caught up with them yeah. um, I imagine it's the same if you're a YouTube fan you've got this backlog in your subscriber inbox
1: yeah
0: I've, I've got a backlog that I'm trying to get oh, through you, at the moment. Yeah. yeah, in the Acast app, I download them all, and I put them in my listen later, and then I use that feed. Do you do, you do the same? I
2: oh, like, so you're so on brand. It's great. I know. It's, Acast. it's not
0: even BS. Like, i <laughs> very well behaved. Um, really like yes, yeah, so I have them all in my listen later. And there's, there's a couple that I've got. Um, the new season of Serial... Um, me and my husband listen to that so I have to listen to that with him and then I've got some just in case there's ever like a long journey yeah, you know, yeah. I've got yeah. Got lots of but when you're data. going around
1: do you like see something you're like okay that would be great content is it is it or you're always thinking about so it?
0: so we do our podcast in 10 episode series so we've currently just wrapped season two so yeah. for me it's not part it's part of my full-time job but it's just like one piece of one the puzzle. Of yeah. yeah
1: okay Jamie yourself
3: Um, I think that the the most amazing thing about podcasts is that you can kind of travel with them anywhere, right? So you can just take it wherever on the road, whatever you're doing, and it depends what you're kind of doing. Um, but our one, you know, we do a weekly podcast, um, we've done it for a year and coming up to two years now. So it's quite full on. Um, but it's great. You get to meet different people, chat about their lives and find out whether they fart in bed, which is just (laughs) perfect. So that's, it's quite fun. (laughs)
1: <laughs> do you ever compare yourself to other influencers? Do you see that someone doing something, and you're like, "Oh, I wish I could do that." Or I think comparison is always there, but I feel like everyone has
0: their own little thing yeah. going on. And our kind of what I mean, what we developed with Sam, this whole at home with thing, people don't really do it because it is a real fact. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to so, you know, go into someone's house, have agreement to go into their house, you know, yeah. have those microphones. It's a whole setup. We're not just sitting there in a room, kind of with a with a little shoddy microphone. Yeah. So I feel like there's sort of not anyone else doing what we do and I I like that I feel like we developed something that was quite and special.
2: It was so difficult no one would dare do it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it's too much to <laughs> Find a niche. Yeah, yeah exactly.
1: <laughs> uh, what advice would you give to anyone starting out? I'm going to go down and get advice from all of you. Sam, what would you say?
2: So I, th- I think the f- the format, if we're not going to call it a format, I think a hook is the most important thing. A
0: USP. A USP, yeah. yeah.
2: So you can't just be, hi, I'm Joe Blogs. I think I'm interesting so I'm going to talk to my friends who are, I also think are interesting. It's not, not going to get an audience. You need something that's a different point of view. You need something that's going to stand out for the market. All that kind of business. So that's the first thing to look at. And then I'd say pilot. Just yeah. practice. Do yeah. one that's like completely no one's ever going to listen to, but do it from beginning to end. Record it, edit it, and then look at the finished product. And then you'll know what the challenges are as you're going to do 10 or 20 or 50. Um, those are the first two bits I would focus on.
1: Is there any challenges that you've uh, faced along the way? In, in the beginning, you were like, oh, I didn't expect that to be happening. Apart from obviously the mics dying and stuff like that.
2: Also, well, we originally started in, with this sort of setup around a coffee table oh, right. in yeah. this guest house and we realized well we can't really talk about this house because we're stuck here yeah. um so that was an example of why we should pilot so we did two pilots before we did a f- the first yeah, episode that's true. um because we need to get the te- find those teething problems yeah um so there are always going to be challenges and it's probably the thing you least expect
1: okay Anna. any advice for anyone starting out yeah with influences? i think sam's right
0: actually we like piloted the idea and from that i, th- I think we had a better podcast as a result of like testing it out. But I think what you're saying as well. It's just it's also just a really relaxed place and so you just throw on the microphone. You can always edit. You can yeah. always <laughs> edit around things. So good in the. Edit. <laughs> so I feel like just just give it a go. It's honestly one of the most enjoyable things that we do and I am such a podcast fan. Considering a couple of years ago I I actually remember saying to my husband like podcast like I just <laughs> oh, I don't <laughs> get <laughs> it. Oh, I oh, <laughs> don't get it. And then a week later I started listening to Serial. And literally didn't talk to him for three days. <laughs> um, so I think, I think podcasts are a really, really exciting time right now.
1: Okay, Jamie, advice for anyone
0: starting out?
3: Well, I think the same thing. I think Woody, Woody Allen said it where he said uh, 50% of success is just turning up. Uh, just go and do it. And the reason why people don't do it is because uh, it, I think it's down to laziness, if I'm honest. And they just <laughs> go, they're not going to do it because, oh, they keep pushing it back, pushing it back. Um, also, persistency. Um, just keep going, keep grinding, keep doing it. Make it your passion. Um... You know, there's that quote where people say business is paid in two currencies: cash and experience. Take the experience first, and the cash will come later. Don't do it because you want to make money. Do it because you love it, and just that means you'll be persistent with it throughout. Um, and then the other one, with someone so many quotes, but the other <laughs> one is um, <laughs> ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. Where don't make it easy for yourself. Keep going. Make it hard for yourself keep challenging yourself every single day and I think that's a really good thing, if you keep challenging yourself every single day and keep pushing yourself um, then you will succeed because I really think hard work pays off in the end.
1: Yeah, how do you keep it fresh with podcast and are you always thinking of like, right, what can I do now, should I put visuals with it or should I do this how do you keep it? We actually
0: do do visuals with ours, Um, so that's why we originally went on the Acast app because you can insert photos at certain points and that was really fun, people really enjoyed that, like us being in a home and talking about something and then them having that photo. I think for us, it's it's easier to keep things fresh because we do work in that sort of season cycle. Yeah. Like I applaud people who do the weekly mm-hmm. podcast because that is a grind, and I don't think people realise how much work yeah. that is to do that once a week. So I feel like yeah, having these having these
1: breaks work <laughs> oh, well. How much work does go into it,
0: Jamie?
3: What what's, the, what's uh, the week like? How do you plan it? I just turn up and chat. Literally, that's <laughs> literally <laughs> it. Um, it, a lot. I mean, it is a bit of work. You know, we we are fortunate. We do have um a producer who edits it and things like that, so I don't have to do the editing process. Um, which is uh, gruelling but uh, actually we don't even edit it that much but it's (laughs) just more where I think to keep it fresh you just got to try and clear your mind right you know people meditating things like that is a great way to clear your mind Um, just clear your mind and just literally just talk about what you are finding interesting if you're doing it depends what you're talking about but if it's a conversational one just talk about what you are thinking and that's the best way to do it again I think if people start having scripts and things and they're sort of looking about what to talk about and things like that that's when it becomes complicated You've had, you have conversations every single day with people. Just have another conversation with someone else. I think that's the way it works.
1: Yeah, it's really good advice. Do you uh, notice a difference between podcast subscribers and other social media people, I guess?
0: Oh, that's a good question. Um, I guess it's different with the podcast because there isn't this kind of commenting platform available yeah. to them. Um, I find I get a lot of feedback through Instagram and through Twitter, which right. is really nice. Yeah. Yeah, people just people listening to them again that's like when someone says oh I listened to it for a second time I'm like wow that's dedication <laughs> <laughs> um, and so yeah and it's, it's those episodes where we've had an, a guest who's been very vulnerable, has yeah. put themselves out there and been really really honest, yeah. those are the ones that people like, like identify old. with the most that's yeah. what
1: people love the most yeah. right well we're going to do some questions if anybody's got any uh, has anyone got any questions that they want to ask anyone? over there? Mm. I come? Um, oh hang on sorry, Mike's coming to you <laughs> okay. what's your name and what's your question? My name's Gemma, and my question is, if you could talk about anything, what would it be? Like, is there anything you really wish you could talk about, but just can't? I don't think it's that
0: I just can't. I love RuPaul's Drag Race, and like if someone could just start, like maybe we should do that because Sam loves RuPaul's Drag Race too. This
2: is how we bonded. Yeah, this <laughs> is how we bonded. Maybe
0: just like a dedicated RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. I would love to be the host of that. Like a, a cast guy. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> it's your idea. Don't yeah. steal do it. <laughs>
3: Okay. Um, I talk about anything anyway, uh, so I don't think there's, there's <laughs> not too much that I, I wouldn't talk about. And again, that goes back to the freedom of podcasts and the sort of liberty you have around them. You, you, you can. You can talk about anything, and especially if you're you're your own sort of produced one. You don't have whoever it is, let's say Acast or BBC or anyone like that to go through because then they have rules and, and things they can't say and can say. So when you're doing it yourself, you can pretty much say anything you want Nothing's. if you want to.
2: Nothing's off the table. Well, there are definitely certain
3: things that are probably off the table that <laughs> Jamie, I wouldn't talk what about. You done. Yeah, <laughs> but um, if, if I wanted to talk about something, I probably would talk about it. Yeah, for sure.
1: Have you ever been told off for anything? Yeah, What's loads. What, like? um,
3: well, I think when we probably reveal things that, uh, or say things, you know, I went to a boarding school, so lots of weird things happened there, and it's probably not right <laughs> to always talk about things like that. but I've done reality TV so we're kind of open and honest the entire time so it, it comes easy as for me it's very easy to sit up here and say oh my god just be honest It's very easy for me to say that, but for other people, obviously, not at all.
1: Is it different being on screen to being on podcast? Like, you know, obviously with Maiden Chelsea, is it more pressure when you're in vision, or is it less? I I
3: think for some reason, when you have a microphone in front of you, everyone just becomes more relaxed. Uh, Television, um, also, if you ever do television, I'm sure loads of people have, you see yourself from angles that you've never seen before. (laughs) So it's, it's kind of a bit upsetting sometimes. And podcast is just your voice, and that sounds stupid anyway, so it's a little bit less.
1: I love that. Anyone else got any questions they want to ask? Yeah, over here, what's
0: your name? Hi, my name is Tatiana. So you mentioned that, like, you know, postcasting is all about, you know, open, like, honest conversation. So what's your opinion on partnering with brands? Oh, yeah. um, when I partner with brands, I'm, I feel like I'm really lucky to partner with amazing brands and I am completely a gut feeling kind of person and my manager's here and she'll be like, oh my God, Anna and her gut, like I've had enough of her talking about it. <laughs> um, but honestly, like we partner with brands that we love. This season we had Habitat as a sponsor and I remember going to the Habitat store in Brighton when I was younger and being like, I want this all in my home um, and have things from Habitat in our house. So I feel like we were really lucky to have an amazing sort of board to like pick from and we we just went for the brands that we genuinely love we genuinely like the ad reads are always such an easy thing to do because it's just like us chatting away really
3: yeah i think that's exactly it i think it's just you get to pick and choose what who you want to work with if you I su- if you're lucky enough i suppose if you're yeah. if you're getting good, good numbers but also the best thing about it is that you are able to do the ad reads Right, and that happens on no, none of the platform. Every other platform, all the social medias, it's always just you know random things coming up, and you're not really. There's no personal touch to it. And with podcasts, you give that personal touch, which I think is invaluable, and I think it's re- It makes people go okay, because people hate being sold stuff, right? You you know, it's that whole technique: jab, 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 hook, give, 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 take. And in podcast, it does, doesn't really need to happen because. You are just sort of giving the entire time, and then you're talking about an ad. And so it kind of just sort of segues into it quite nicely. And I think that's what I love about podcasts. You're not just trying to sell something which no. isn't what you're not comfortable selling, right? I think that's great about it.
1: Do you ever, like, shape your podcast? and If there's a brand and you're like, right, I would like to go after them, say, like, the Habitat, is there anything that you do to make sure you can try and get them or is it is it an unconscious thing we didn't earn a penny off of our first season (laughs) (laughs) so we did the first season
0: purely as like a test and a bit of an experiment and to show brands like this is what we do there's a whole 10 episodes here Um, and I think that worked really well as having that like bit of portfolio to kind of show brands this is what we do we weren't trying to hook anyone in particular we were just like this this is the format this is what we're doing if you want to be part of it then come along for the ride
2: it's a bit of a two-way conversation with ACAR so we are the people that sort of broker those deals yeah. Um, Yeah. and so there's a combination of uh, media agencies that we speak to regularly and they might have campaigns and briefs out there Um, there's a combination of you know if Anna was like I really want to work with Coca-Cola, we might be able to approach Coca-Cola. Coke, yeah. There you go. So it's a two-way street. Okay, yeah.
3: Yeah. And, and that's also, you know, we with private parts, um, I think there's that sort of common knowledge that because I had a huge social media following, it was sort of popular from the beginning. We spent about a year doing the podcast, or just under six months, and we were with ACAS, and... We had a lovely dinner with ACAS the other night who they were saying, God, we just we were so worried because we weren't getting you any money because it was cool <laughs> private parts and it was kind of <laughs> risky and things. Like that. And brands were like, I don't really know if I want to associate myself with it. And we just, again, it goes back to the thing, don't start a podcast up because you want to make money because yeah. you really won't. Do it because you love to do it. And hopefully the end product is that you will make some cash. But at the beginning, just do it because you want to yeah. you know speak yeah. and and say what you want to talk about
1: is um the influencer is that the new celebrity would you say is that the new like thing Ooh. that people look at i up don't to? know i'm intrigued. i'm intrigued to know your answer to that question um
3: I, I i don't think so um i think that there is still a a sort of and i and i'm i'm neither just everyone <laughs> knows that <laughs> but i think there's a a definite gap between what you want to call a celebrity and what you want to call an influencer i think that there is um also, I think the problem with influencer now is that it's become a job, and before it wasn't a job. Uh, you know, you're an influencer because people loved who you are and things like that, and now because that's how they earn their living, it's not, unfortunately, as authentic, probably, yeah. uh, because they have to make a living, right? And so I think being a celebrity isn't really a job, it's a thing, and being an influencer is a job, right? Um, so there is net, I don't think it's ever, I think it will potentially cross over occasionally but I I think there's always going to be that gap
1: yeah what about paid for posts how do you feel about those sort of things
0: I'm really lucky I've done this for eight years now so I'm so lucky to be in a place where I get to pick and choose the brands I want to work with and I've just done a big job with Gordon's gin and I'm like I love oh, gin yes. and look, that's that's just <laughs> yeah. a dream like I'm, I'm so not lucky. Even pay for post. yeah <laughs> I'm like you want me to drink the gin that's not going to be a problem um so I feel like I've I've done it for long enough that I'm at the point where I do I am in a really lucky position to be able to pick the brands yeah. that I want to go for and then the ones that I'm like oh that doesn't feel right in my gut I just turn them down Do you see people
1: posting them sometimes and you're like that's not an authentic but then
0: maybe that's right for them Mm -hmm. like I don't know their process I don't know what they've been into and so I just keep very much in my lane with that thing I'm like I know what brands I like what brands I want to sort of be on the same level with and who I want to partner with and anyone else I'm like thanks but no thanks yeah
1: anyone else got any questions they want to ask over there one sec Hi, guys, my name's Camilla. I just wanted to ask the role for brands outside of an ad
0: read. Where could you see that developing kind of within the next year? Ooh. So, there, there
2: are a few ways that you can be involved in an ad, a podcast as an advertiser. Sponsor read is the, the classic way and it's the most popular and I think the most intimate way of connecting with the, with the audience. You can do audio spot ads, so, those are like radio style pre recorded ads. But you can also do branded episodes or branded content. So branded content would be a whole series that's you know entirely dictated by the brand. But a branded episode could be a partnership whereby you offer up uh, the brand's ambassador as a guest on the show. So that has a slightly more uh, meaningful uh, impact on the content of the show, whilst also giving the editorial independence to the podcaster. So that's happening. It's, it's rarer than a sponsor, but it's certainly happening more and more. And I think that's the way that we're going. That more and more brands will find a way to sort of work with the podcaster on the content itself
0: yeah. yeah we're actually doing a one-off Christmas special with a brand and that is that includes ad reads but it also includes like in episode sponsorship as well we're like making a cocktail and um they're being like really cool and they're like look you know your audience best like you know what goes down well you know what you want to do but actually like maybe midway through we we'll make a little cocktail and we we'll have a little drink and we're getting <laughs> some key messages um and so it's really fun we've never done anything like that before so I think those could be more of a thing in the future as well
1: Really exciting. Anyone else got any questions that they want to ask? Over there. Hi. Hi. Um, This is for my own nosiness. Do you think there's like a limit on how many people should be on one podcast? Because obviously you can't see. So when I've piloted stuff with my friends, it's quite awkward because there's a lot of us. And I think when I listen (laughs) back, it's quite confusing, especially if you're starting out because people don't know you.
3: Yeah, I think it's a really good question. I think there are a lot of podcasts that fall into that trap. I think it's so important. You guys correct me if I'm wrong, but to um, have a have a sort of different, different trait. is that the word? Differentiator. <laughs> different. <laughs> My dyslexia. Um, <laughs> where between the two voices, and I think yeah. on some podcasts the problem is is that um, it, they sound the same, so you don't know. And the really important podcasts that you get to know the characters or get to know the people in it, so you really have to have that emotional. Connection with them, um, but there are ways to change that potentially by having uh, voice—you know, one ear voice in the other ear—and things like that. And you can edit it that way, in a sense. But I think it's really important to make sure the audience know who is talking; um, otherwise, they slightly get lost. I yeah. think.
0: I love the high-low, but it took me a yeah. solid six months. So I was like, it's Dolly. Wait, no, it's Pandora. And even yeah. now, I'm like, oh, yeah. And that's just two people. Um, in terms of like a number limit, the we've had four people on before, so me and my co-host and then two guests and that was pandemonium. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, I felt quite sorry for our producer who had to edit that, <laughs> that episode. So I would probably say like three or four is your max, would you say?
3: Yeah, I think, I think so. We, the same. And always, it's just not talking over each other because everyone wants to say their bit and uh, and, it, and it's just, yeah, it's about controlling it. But that's when you need someone who is going to be the sort of leader of it, always have the leader, yeah. whether that's the sort of producer type person, someone who will lead it, that's, so it of sorts it out.
1: Do you yeah. always take a step back and think it's about the guest, not about me? Do you have to sort of consciously do that?
3: Well, that's the ultimate host, right? And <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Graham Norton does it perfectly well. It's about the, you know, the, the guest is the star and you're just the person who's just making them become the star. You're pitching it and they're home running it. Yeah. And that's kind of the way to do it, I think. Yeah, definitely.
1: Anyone else got any questions that you want to ask over there? I'll come to you. Sorry.
0: Hi, has it consumed your life um, doing this podcast? Do you think is this like your only job now or have you got other things, other projects that you still work on? Has it consumed your
3: life? Has it
0: consumed your life? Has it consumed mine? I feel like because, like I said, we do this 10 episode season. When we're in season, I am like, oh my word. Um, It feels very all consuming because we're trying to book guests, we're trying to arrange our producer me my co-host the guest all being in the same place at the same time we made things a little bit trickier for ourselves with season 2 as well we thought we wanted to do quite current um like intros and outros so we recorded those every week we came to the Acast office <laughs> and we like barged into their little um or like recording room and did intros and outros so that was quite time-consuming. I don't live in London, so I was having to come up literally to record for 10 minutes. Um, I'd say out of season, not really so much. We're definitely thinking about season three. I've just written a book. I've got my YouTube channel, blog, all of the extra bits and bobs. Um, So yeah, but when we're in season, I feel quite like at home with on the brain
1: how do you switch off do you, how, how do you take do you have oh, to oh I love a I okay. love a bath love <laughs> <laughs> a bar. and a, and bit a gin bit of my Netflix yeah a bit of
0: gin yeah a bit of gin, <laughs> <laughs> of gin <in> my <laughs> oh my god I did actually have gin in my gin bath as <laughs> an Instagram yeah. post <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the best place, um, yeah a bit of RuPaul's Drag <laughs> Race I'm fine
3: <laughs> yeah I, th- I think I think uh, podcast. well I just think podcasts are just amazing they're such an exciting place at the moment I mean I could be wrong, but I think it was there were two billion last uh, listens last year in the UK, and now in the first quarter this year there were six billion. Wow! Um, and so wow. is that
2: right? Uh, I don't know the exact numbers, but it's basically going up and to the right. Yeah, it's going up.
3: <laughs> so it's going up, which is really so. It's a really amazing yeah. space to be in at the moment. Um, but you know what? It, you know, I, I, you know, I, I run a sweet business. And I have a relation. Really I do filming and lots of other things, and, and it, it it just all you knew. It's just time management. Right? I looked at we had this podcast where we spoke about Mark Wahlberg's. Time management. Have you seen this? Oh, that
0: is insane! Oh, what the
3: fuck is that? He
0: <laughs> <laughs> he
3: prays for an hour and a half. And prays for an hour and a yeah, half. Yeah, prays Who for an hour and a half? half. And then he sees his family for half an hour. So <laughs> I don't really get it. Oh wow! Uh, and he's also also catching up on emails during it. So it's just about time management, I think. And uh, priorities. Priorities. <laughs> no, time management. You can kind of fit it all together.
1: Yeah. Anyone else got any questions? Yes. Have you ever fully produced a podcast with a guest, got to the end of it, and just thought? this is really boring and I really don't want to put it out there. <laughs> I don't
0: know if I should be honest about this. <laughs> um, there are some that we've come out of and been like, we don't think that's our best work. That's probably the most diplomatic yeah. word we say. Yeah. <laughs> um, And But normally, our, my favourite guests are people that we know and that we have a relationship with because you know what you're walking into. You're like, oh yeah, like we've had conversations before. I, we've, we struggle more with guests that we maybe don't have that rapport with because um, we're not we're not trained for this. Like we haven't been trained as TV presenters or anything. We're not professional interviewers. Um, so they're all my, they're my favourite episodes, the ones that we do with with
1: our mates. Really. Jamie, have you ever had to scrap any?
3: Yeah, we had one guy. <laughs>
1: oh no. <laughs> Name names. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Having He was a real
3: dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he just didn't like me. I don't know. I, oh wow, I, this is a true I, story. Came, <laughs> yeah, he came on the podcast and he was so mean, <laughs> and, and it was really awkward. But I can't say who it is. I'm not going to no, say this. Uh, to no, we them. did put it out. Oh, you um, did put it yeah, up. we did because um was going to try and find it. Yeah, yeah, have yeah. It, But because he, he was quite a big name and things like that, and I just, I, I, my, but my biggest thing is that I don't know if you'll be nice to everyone on the way up because I never, you never know who you meet on the way down, and I just think just be nice and friendly to everyone, and I don't understand why. So there is a tricky, but also it's a challenge, right? And you should do that. But also, I, I, my biggest not regret, but the thing of it, I wish if you ever get in situations like that, you should confront them yeah. and say, what, hang yeah. on, what's your what's issue? The matter? What's the matter? I didn't do that. <laughs> I just. Oh okay, <laughs>
0: yeah. Thank you for coming. Oh, in. thank you
3: so much, I love you. I that yeah. so that would have
0: been a great episode, like a showdown. Yeah.
3: Maybe i bring him back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you should do that. I really like that idea. Anyone else got any questions? Oh, yes, over here. Hi.
0: Um, is there anyone that you would really love to uh, be on your show, like a celebrity or like, um, yeah, who would you really like as a guest on your show? Oh, I, I, I'm really quite obsessed with Dolly Alderton. I yeah, mention me her in, like, every interview that I do recently. I'm like, maybe she'll read this and <laughs> maybe she can be my friend. Um, I really love her. If we're talking, like, dream...
1: I drank, tweeted her once, actually. Did you? Did she yeah. reply? No. So oh, at least no. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: no. You know what? I wouldn't say, like, Ryan Gosling, because he's just my favourite person on the planet, but I feel like it would be very... It, wouldn't, it would be awkward, so I don't... I don't know. We'll stick with Dolly. We'll stick with Dolly.
3: Dolly was actually... A, she was a writer on... Uh, not that it's yeah. scripted, but yeah. <laughs> she <On laughs> was <and> a writer <laughs> on Jersey. <Mano, laughs> not all, all, no, no, no. Just the narrative <laughs> yeah. that she um, kind of... Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, Paul Rudd. I yes. love that guy. Oh he's yeah, really he's cool. such a cool guy. Paul Rudd. Um, and we've got Darren Brown coming on, which I'm very Thank excited you. about. Yeah, Ooh. Which will be very... I just want him to hypnotise me. <laughs> and Joking just wake up eyes. somewhere. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, anyone else got any questions? Oh, yeah, over there. Sorry. I think
3: this is probably the last one. Hello there, Joshua Maykar. Hi, guys. Hi. Um, Hi quick question. So over the last year, we've seen a lot of podcasts moving into the live event and show sort of stage, especially yourselves in private parts. Is this something that you think is going to continue as a trend is there anything that you've learned from seeing other shows or shows yourself and potentially how would you develop that sort of metric going forward
0: Ooh. we haven't done any pri- um, private shows whoa yeah. <laughs> that's a different thing that's a different thing and we haven't done any live shows
3: yet uh yeah no, i think it's a definitely an interesting space i think um you know it's it's one of those things where you talk about that life isn't this dress rehearsal right and you've got to give it a go and and uh, I think that it's such a, an amazing... If you, if you like doing podcasts, then you'll love doing live shows uh, because it's about you and performing. And I think if you're doing a you're kind of performing in that way. Um, we had an amazing response. You know, We did 22 dates around the country. We just finished it. Um, we, had, you know, we sold out a few places and things like that. Um, and it's a really amazing, sort of fulfilling thing to do. You know, the, the, it is, for, for me personally, it was a curse and a blessing because uh, the, the blessing is people turn up because it's Jamie and Francis... Um, and that's why, but the curse is they just like it because it's Jamie and Francis. Um, <laughs> but I think it they didn't. I think they actually joined it because of the content and things like that, which was a really amazing. But it is a really amazing space that you can now with that's you know where if you're doing a podcast it doesn't stop there. You could you know you turn into TV formats. Look at my dad read a porno. You know HBO mm. just bought that. You can go and do live shows. There are so many different avenues you can go down with it. Um, and not only on a, as a podcast you're you're teaching yourself to be a host, which is amazing. tribute to have but you can then if you go and do tours and stuff like that you're learning to be on stage and all those kind of things and you're just learning um your craft throughout the entire thing so i think it's a really big area for i think that's where podcasts are going to head without a doubt they're going to head to live shows 100%
2: by definition if you are listening to a podcast week in week out you are a super fan and if you're a super fan you are likely to want to see this in real life rather than just in your ears on the tube so uh, live shows are absolutely always have been a huge thing in podcasting but it will definitely grow in popularity as influencers go into the space increasingly
1: Uh, one word to sum up uh, podcasting from each of you so one word. One word. What
0: would you just use? <laughs> oh my word! What? Exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Anna.
1: Oh,
0: I don't know. E- entertaining. Enter- I find them entertaining. Yeah.
3: I I think
1: fulfilling. <laughs> I I think <laughs> it is
3: fulfilling. Yeah. I think you you, you end it and every single person goes on. and goes. That was great. And you go. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? It's going
1: <laughs> I was beer. great on that one.
3: No, I was awesome <laughs> on that. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> it's just it's it's a it's a great thing to have. That you that you do.
1: Okay. (laughs) That's a nice way to end it. Uh thank you so much to our panel today. Big round of applause, please, for Sam Chatami, Anna Newton, and Jamie Lang. And thanks to ACAST as
0: well. Thanks for listening to this podcast, which is brought to you by ACAST. Like you, millions of people enjoy podcasts every week. Acast works with thousands of amazing shows, reaching the most engaged, loyal, and desirable audiences on demand. For more information about advertising, sponsorship, and branded content
1: opportunities for your business, please contact us at sponsor@acast.com.